welcome to episode two of From Love's Perspective. On today's podcast, we are going to be covering the five love languages. Alongside is my beautiful co-host, as always. Hello. So before we get into the episode, I do have a question for you. What is it? What did you do this weekend? I had a hot date at this amazing restaurant that I just found is called Yibo Beach House. It's in Buckhead. Oh my God. The best lamp of my whole freaking life. So juicy. And the date was pretty fantastic too. <laughs> Sounds like a good guy. <laughs> Sounds like a good restaurant too. <laughs> the lamb was good, you say? <laughs> the best I've ever actually had. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The atmosphere was incredible. Yes. Everything was. The drinks. Um, the Yeah, what did you drink? I had gin and tonic that was the lightest gin and tonic you'll ever drink. Mine was like a bunny loop or something. Vodka. No. Bunny slope. Vodka. Bunny slope. Yes. Mm-hmm. Vodka, cranberry, very light. So the five love languages. So the five love languages. Um, what are they? The first one is words of affirmation. The second one is acts of service. The third one's receiving gifts. Fourth is quality time. And fifth is physical touch in no specific order. But we're going to talk about uh, the definitions of each. Yeah, that sounds like a great start. So words of affirmation. So what does that mean to you? It means I love you. It means you're good enough. It means um, I appreciate you for doing, you know, something that I needed or wanted you to do. It means um, several things. What are words of affirmation to you? See, to me, words of affirmation are when I need to hear something that really reaffirms how I'm feeling or how I'm thinking. When you acknowledge that my emotion or my reaction, whatever it is, when you get that acknowledgement that something is valid, right? It's affirming. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I've interpreted it. And the next one is acts of service. For me, acts of service is... um, like if my partner does something for me without me having to say something or if I'm thirsty and they notice that I'm thirsty and bring me a glass of water or um, th- goes out of their way to do something that I needed to get done. How about you? Yeah, acts of service is interesting. It's something that's important to you. Um, and it was something that I kind of learned going mm-hmm. through the process. Acts of service probably wasn't something that I always focused on. It mm. it really plays into some of my strengths, though, so mm. I should have been. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the biggest things that I think I learned with acts of service is uh, one of the easiest acts of service is making a decision for your partner so that they don't have to sometimes. Yes, that is my number one favorite love language, my ultimate one, because... And, Jake, you're so good at that. I mean, you think... You have, like, my brain sometimes, and you know things before I even know them. And it's you see the gaps, and you use situational awareness to see, okay, she's maybe struggling here, or you need help here, and and I can jump in just as easily. 
Yeah, it's it's really great. It's one of those things where, you know, the more and more we grow, the more and more we pick up on those cues without having to say anything, right? It's not a ver- it's not a verbal cue. It's just a a feeling of what the you know what the state and what the state of the other person is at that time, right? And knowing what decision to make and move forward with. Yeah. The next one is receiving gifts. Yeah, so receiving gifts, I mean, we could go on forever about, and we will in next week's episode (laughs) um, when we cover gift giving. But for receiving gifts, you know, to me, the love language is one of those things that can be monetary and non-monetary, right? Because uh, a monetary gift on a given holiday is expected. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that type of gift. I mean, those are great. But, you know, I think for me, receiving gifts are those either monetary or non-monetary gifts that you don't expect, right? Uh, yeah. A random Tuesday afternoon and you get a, a bouquet of flowers delivered to the door or a new pair of yoga pants or something like that. Yeah, receiving gifts. But I also like gifts in the form of um, like cards or letters or poetry or some creative art, something that, you know, people work, a little bit harder to do and not just purchase something right. very expressive yeah sentimental right. i mean it's from the one that's not sentimental i know i'm not very sentimental but i do like that extra touch um every once in a while right you but, want you want the personalization but it's not one of my favorite love languages in right. my opinion my top two personally number one is definitely acts of service and number two is quality time and quality time's the next one so Time, 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 time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, quality time's so important, right? Because you build that relationship and you build the depth in your relationship through that quality time. Yeah. That's, you know, that's where those conversations are happening. Yeah. It's when you have that time together where it's one-on-one and you don't have to focus on anything else. There's no work to distract you. There's not a TV to distract you. You're you're focused on being with your partner. That's the quality time that, that and getting we're to know your here. partner and communicating with your partner <clears throat> and figuring out what they like, who they are, and what they want, and and how how you can work best together. Yeah. Um, you know, and even though Jake and I don't have a ton in common, we still have our quality time you know we do certain things we go out we go dancing yeah, we have we a find blast things that i mean we go we go on a walk you know around the neighborhood yeah for 15 so minutes of quality time quality time doesn't have to be something where you know you have to go and take them to the vacation at the beach it can be simple like giving them 10, 15 minutes of yoga time in the morning like we do. We mm-hmm. just we yeah. give that time to each other like as a gift. And it just energizes you. Yeah. I think quality time is one that's extremely important to both of us. Yes. For both of us, for sure. Um, my number one, however, is physical touch. I am a touch person, right? I love when... Her hand is on me anywhere. Yeah, I don't, you especially know, I after just... Reiki now, it's like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with that, that's a whole other level of touch. And, yeah. Um, you know, I can't wait to have further discussions on that because her hands are frigid 99% of the time. But when she's doing Reiki, it's like they're on fire. Yeah, it's um, the energy. But it's 
but yeah, physical touch. Physical touch is so important to me. Um, whether it's through a hug, kiss, yeah. just a little touch on the shoulder, you know, as you walk by my desk. Yeah. It, it could be Very simple. anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, complex. But yeah, it's something that's extremely important to me. Yeah. And each one is important and expresses love in its own way. So I believe that learning your partners and your own primary love language will create a stronger bond in your relationship. And I believe that it doesn't bleed just in relation. I mean, it isn't just in relationships. It bleeds in all aspects of your life. From work to friendships and family members, all sorts of stuff. You can communicate better with people when you realize how they are able to receive the communication that is optimal to how they understand it. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, you know, a good example is when you're working, right? And you need to communicate to your boss that you need words of affirmation. Yeah. You know, that's that's what keeps you motivated and what keeps you moving at work. You know, being able to communicate what your love languages are is beneficial in any setting, right? Not just relational, but that business setting as well. There's, you know, a lot of use cases for knowing what your love languages are and then putting them to work. And I think that that's what the point of this is, is that if you try to give um, someone anything that isn't their optimal love language, like if you're trying to give someone gifts and what their love language really is, is physical touch, you can give them as many gifts as you want and you can say, oh, I've given them so much and I did all of this. But if that doesn't resonate with them and they don't see it as the way they want to be communicated to, then they're not going to see that you did anything for them or they're not going to see what you did was important to them. So it's like you're not you're not you're seeing things from two completely different perspectives. Right. So if you if that person in their love language is physical touch and you start giving them more physical touch and giving them less gifts and in turn probably saving some money. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, you know, a perfect analysis and it's getting to know your partner. Right. The more that you get to know your partner, the more you can read those cues and know, you know, what those love languages are. And, you know, they're going to communicate it to you. You just have to pay attention. Yeah. Or you can even ask. If you don't yeah, feel comfortable sure, asking, ask. use situational awareness. But if you can ask, if you feel comfortable asking. But by situational awareness, we just mean like seeing and understanding cues. You know, if you see someone's face light up when you say I love you or when you give them words of affirmation, you know, maybe that is something that's important to them. So now that you have the five love languages in your mind and you have an idea of what they are, at least from our perspective, uh, I really want to challenge you guys to figure out what your love languages are. Your own? And then you can figure out, if you do have a partner, what theirs is. But first figure out your own. See what you really want if you don't know, if you haven't really thought about that already. Yeah, a common theme on this show is going to be find it out for yourself first. Yeah. And then find it out for your partner second. Yeah. So for next week's episode, we are going to cover gift giving and the do's and don'ts of gift giving. 
Uh, I think it'll be an entertaining episode because we've all made gift blunders before. <laughs> uh, and then we've all also given great gifts. So I think it'll be good to kind of reflect on some of those things. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, you can follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Uh, from Love's Perspective. Um, also, my Instagram for my Reiki is soothing soul energy and we appreciate you guys we'll see you guys in two weeks two weeks see you guys next time thanks